Hello and welcome to episode seven of The Green Pod. Today I'm with my co-host uh, Cody Murphy and we have theater extraordinaire Trace Hari on the show. Trace, oh. I'm here to officially welcome you oh, on the show. Yes. yes, they can't see it, before. <laughs> but it was, I feel welcome. It, it felt like a good connection and a yes. firm handshake and that's a sign of a good man. Um, and that's why we, decide you to, we decided to have you on the show. And also last night was opening night of um this is like the spring show is that what it's called spring play yeah. spring play wow. okay so we'll touch on that yeah i don't want to get ahead of myself <laughs> get all the bases. that's right yeah. we want to build a foundation and then Lay explore the bricks, it that's right you know? you know so first i'd like to know about your history as an actor i remember in middle school you were we were the high school musical at mill creek yeah that was that was <laughs> eighth grade uh yeah i started i started doing musicals in, in sixth grade uh, when it was school, the musical, I was cast as Jungle Creature number ten. I was the last one on the cast list. Nice. Yeah. Um, so you you got like a an adversity story almost. Okay. <laughs> oh, you're, you're underdog. Yeah, yeah you worked from the bottom. Yeah, rising from the ashes. That's right, like a story. phoenix. Yes, exactly. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, yeah. So I started in in sixth grade, and then after that, uh, seventh grade, it was Beauty and the Beast. I was uh, Cogsworth in Beauty and the Beast. The, wow. you know, the talking clock. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, yes. I'm, I'm, uh, of yeah. course, I remember oh, the that. Beauty and the Beast lore. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, and then a, and then we did a summer musical uh, that was also high school musical. And then we did high school musical in my eighth grade year. And I was uh, Chad Danforth. Oh. Yes. The famous Chad Danforth. Yes. The famous of, Chad. Of the high wow. school musical. Yeah. So it, it, so it was in middle school yes, where you kind of blossomed into I, an actor. Where I started acting. Did you do any sort of thing before that elementary school, acting classes or anything? Acting camp? Is that I've a thing? I've never done an acting class or an acting camp. Oh, so you're self-taught. Uh, you're kind of... <laughs> You're taking all the credit now. Uh, no, actually, I would give most of my uh, expertise, as uh, Daniel said, I was an extraordinaire. Yes, <laughs> I would. Uh, I would give all that credit to uh, Mrs. Fry because uh, she uh, convinced me to do. Because she was, yeah, she, she was at, she was Mill, at Creek Mill Creek, and she came. Yes. she kind of followed suit. Yes. and came to DHS. Uh, she came here. Uh, would be our sophomore year, so mm -hmm. 2016, 20, yeah, 2016, like 2017. Yeah, so. She came here then, but she's the one who uh, convinced me to do the sixth grade musical, and that uh, got me started. In uh, obviously, I'm still doing it now. Yes. So how how would you? Because this has always been kind of interesting to me. Because I've, I've heard stories of it, but like doing musicals or plays and kind of getting up on stage and having to be in front of a big audience. Mm -hmm. How does that kind of like affect you, like your own confidence and the way you see yourself around others, right. like your comfortableness? Yeah. So. Um, Kind of how I would compare this is like, uh, Daniel, you are, you're a soccer player. I am. Um, and sometimes you got a big crowd, right? Like, occasionally. Occasionally. <laughs> occasionally say, we have fans, But like fans, senior yeah. night. Senior night, you probably, senior had, a, night. You probably had a big we night. We did. We, we, had some, night. we had a crowd then, which, okay. was, which was great. Yeah. Senior night was a fun night. So uh, I kind of compare it to then, like, you know, you get a lot of eyes on you, and then you mm -hmm. start to kind of lose some confidence. You're like, ooh, ooh like yeah, nerves. Yeah, you get the jitters. And, and, yeah, That's right. and the butterflies, whatever. And it, it kind of gets – so um, opening night was last night, mm -hmm. and it's always nerve-wracking no matter how many shows. I've been in nine shows here at DeSoto plus four more at Mill Creek, so this mm -hmm. is my 13th show. Uh, and every single opening night, I get nervous. That's and right. <laughs> It doesn't go away until I convince myself it'll be better once I get on stage. The The confidence is it doesn't really matter how confident I am in myself mm. and my abilities. 
it's always just like I just got to get out there, and once I start, it'll be great. You just kind of got to go for yeah. it and get yeah. lost in the adrenaline. So you kind of like get your feet off the crowd. Yeah, the yes. flow state, or you're just kind of like you're not even you're just doing Ooh. going through the yes. A psychological reference. Yeah. Mr. Yeah. Tenor would have liked that. <laughs> that was a great episode, by the way. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Well, you know. So you said you've been in 13 shows yes. in total, and nine here at Desoto. Yes. Which would have been your favorite show here at Desoto? My favorite show. Is probably Footloose because we did Footloose. Footloose in the winter. Of and this you were the year. lead, right? I was Ren McCormick, Kevin Bacon. That's so, right. <laughs> yes, uh, it was a really fun show. I got to uh, do some of my dance moves up on stage. Ooh, um, ooh. Obviously, it was a very uh, heavy uh, dancing show, but you know, since we're not very dance heavy at DeSoto, we kind of cut out a lot of that, but uh, we still danced a lot. Uh, in the movie version, there's no singing. Uh, oh, so kind of in the to. musical. Uh, they added singing in, uh, you know, they gave us scores and stuff like that, and then we started singing. So there's a lot of singing in this one. Um, but one of the most underrated parts of the show, I think, was, like, the acting portion because mm. a lot of people look at Footloose as, like, the dancing show and just, like, oh, it's this town that you can't dance because it's illegal. Uh, and one of the really cool parts about that show is the, you know, emotional tension and just, like, the amount of turmoil inside uh, Beaumont, uh, where they all are at. Um, my favorite scene from Footloose was when uh, uh, me, Ren McCormick, had to uh, have a conversation with uh, Reverend Shaw, Connor Young's, uh, <laughs> Connor Young, uh, his, his guy. And um, I had to uh, get really emotional and involved in it and, and eventually yell at him and stuff like that. And mm, I bet that whole, was nice. The whole crowd. <laughs> I love Connor Young. So uh, um, and then, but the whole crowd after I yelled just went silent. Just like. Ooh. They were captivated. They were captivated. Yeah. And mm-hmm. you, go, you hear one girl go, whoa. <laughs> like, because it's probably not something you're expecting. Yeah, you know, a lot of emotion. Throughout like, the whole entire, um, Ren, the whole thing is like, Ren is like, kind of broken because his dad left him and mm. so he just feels the need to just like do something to and dance. like dance and That's stuff like right. that and it's banned in the place that he just moved to and Ren has to move from uh, his, uh, Chicago because his dad left him okay. and like that emotional drive in him just got him really upset at, at Reverend Shaw and it was really interesting to portray that uh, in a character uh, I also had the chance to yell into a like the a train as it passes by and it was really hard to kind of get into it. Uh-huh. And, you know, because, like, it was a full, like, scream, like, yell. And, like, <laughs> doing that in a our, – our theater is very small. Yes. Um, doing that in a small theater while you're staring at a grandma or grandpa in the audience, <laughs> it's, it's, it's not the easiest. Uh, but I was just told to do it. And, well, you uh, know, they say to picture the audience naked, Trace. Yeah. <laughs> That's what the, the experts Honestly, say. that makes they me more that. nervous. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, why are these naked people staring at me? Um, yeah, it's a big room of naked people. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it was, it was just a really fun uh, show. And uh, overall, Footloose has been my favorite here at DeSoto. Yeah, so, Footloose is pretty awesome yeah the movie's great yes, kevin bacon I enjoy it so i i have a question um just kind of about acting in general is yep. usually when i when i go see like a an intense movie or like i watch you know an interesting like play or something you have this kind of like feeling in your gut afterwards if you're just thinking it over and it's kind of this almost like tenseness yeah like do you still get that as an actor when you're acting like you're kind of like your body's recovering from yeah yeah well there there's a sort of uh Let's say there's a fatigue that you kind of get, mm-hmm. um, but there's also like uh, Sam acting like that scene I was just talking about where I have to yell at Connor Young. 
every night you just get like tensed up or like I mean you I say you but me uh I got I got tensed up after yelling at him because it took a lot of you have to think about things in your life and and put them into that scenario and so it can seem like realistic uh, and so it seems tense and then like I'm thinking about the stuff that I would think about uh while I'm yelling at him you know whether it be like I got a B on my test or something like that <laughs> or like but like I would like yeah, obviously channel that over exaggerate yeah. that emotion and, and display it on stage so you get tense when you're doing that um but also like with the fatigue of theater when you keep acting and acting and acting it gets harder and harder to um get into roles because here I went from show to show to show to show this year. I, I started with Guys and Dolls, then went to, uh, after that, it was Footloose, and then we did a little rep theater show called Outcast of Poker Flat, uh, and then we went straight into Moon Over Buffalo. So mm. I'm always going, and it's 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 different because you have to, I'm, I've been all these different characters. Yeah, you have to immerse yourself. Yes, and time. you have to find yourself in these different characters. So it can be kind of fatiguing for you, um, but that's also, you know, a result of, uh, the time commitments. Um, yeah, and as acting, with, is, yeah. acting is different because it's like all year round. That's right. And so for you um, specifically, can you explore what the time commitment is like um, specifically for you? Yeah. Um, so at DHS, uh, rehearsals usually go from right after school at 3 to about 5.30 uh, every single day, uh, especially if you're a lead or um, uh, what they call it, a principal role, meaning you have speaking lines or singing lines if it's a musical uh, and so you go from three to five thirty every single day. You're not getting home till maybe six six thirty. Uh, and it's it can be very tiresome. Uh, and you know I love acting, but you know it starts to get on me. Yeah, it's like with the fatigue. Imagine. It's just like I want to go home. Mm-hmm. Like 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 I think I know this, and, but like I can go home. And that's but. a little different because um, usually for the first few weeks, at least for soccer, first like two three weeks, we don't have a game. Um, so we are practicing every day about after school about five thirty. But then when, once we kind of get into the, the swing of things, we have a game and Tuesday, Thursday, you know, a couple games a week. Mm-hmm. So we'll only end up practicing um, sometimes only two days a week. Um, so the other days are spent um, at games. And so right. we travel and it's just a different experience. And so, but instead, you guys will practice for weeks and weeks on end, building yes. up to one thing at the end of the season. Yeah. So it um, it's a really kind of rigorous, strict um, yes. time commitment. Um, you know, sometimes we get back late from games, but it's it's just a different kind of um, time frame for for being in theater. Yes, exactly. Um, you takes... guys don't have a show right at the beginning, though. Yeah. Uh, right. That's right. right. Um, yeah. So, so speaking of shows, yes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Moon Over Buffalo. Yes. Debuted last night. Yes, it um, did. What's it about? I because I have no idea. <laughs> All right. So <laughs> basically, it's about a failing marriage. Uh, oh. About these. Uh, Two, uh, you know, husband and wife, about maybe mid-50s or something like that. Um, and they're Broadway stars or, you know, off-Broadway stars. Mm-hmm. Uh, right now they're in Buffalo, New York, hence Moon Over Buffalo. Um, and their marriage is falling apart because um, the husband, uh, George Hay, who is played by Nick Rogers, a sophomore here at DeSoto, uh, George Hay um, slept around and cheated oh. on his wife. And so it is uh, definitely wow. a failing marriage. Uh, I play the role of uh, Paul Singer. I am the, uh, mm. what's it, the, sta- not the stage manager. I'm the company manager of the, you know, the theater, uh, the rep theater they run there. Uh, and my character uh, 
has had a previous relationship with uh, George and Charlotte Hay, the, the couple, their daughter. So I had a relationship with their daughter, but we're split now. And the daughter mm. comes back and it creates some tension between Paul wow. and the daughter. Seems like quite the... It's, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's situational irony. That's, that's the whole, um, you know, uh, premise of the show. Mm. Right as you're looking for one character, they leave out the door and you come right in. And so you're like, where did this character go? Even though oh, there's just lots of layers to it yes. as well. And so, so you kind of have to pay attention when you're watching. Yes. It, it takes – and I was, I was sitting backstage waiting for my entrance last night. And um, we had a decent-sized audience for opening, opening night, especially for a play. Uh, we have a small cast play. There's only eight people cast in this show. Um, and we had a decently-sized uh, audience, uh, probably about – maybe 100 seats filled for our 300-seat audience. and that's pretty, good. that's pretty good. And so, especially for opening night. And I was listening backstage, and I was wondering if they were getting the show because it's not like a movie where they reemphasize a point over and over again mm-hmm. so it gets drilled into your head. It's like a lot of subtleties. Yes, there. it's it's a lot of subtlety, and you have to pay attention. You miss one thing in there, it's going to be confusing. Because yeah. like, like you said, there's layers and layers and layers in it. And so... And that's what makes it so enriching and uh, fulfilling to the audience, you know, when they kind of piece it all together. So tell me, Trace, do Mm -hmm. you think the audience was able to piece it together? (laughs) Um, I I do. I do think they were. Um, I think a lot of the jokes that were meant to make them laugh made them laugh. There were a couple that (laughs) that fell here and there, but that's always bound to happen. (laughs) Yeah. uh, I don't know. I, I don't want to spoil the show because I no, want people to fine. come yeah, see no, it. Don't, don't, don't. Don't yeah. spoil. No, no spoilers here. Uh, <laughs> guys, come see the show. Uh, I know it's finals coming up and everything. <laughs> End of the year. It's we got a weekend. So, you know? so would you say the show was a success last night, the first run through? I would say it is a success. I think we pulled it together. Um, usually how stuff goes here is we always pull it together last minute. So like our last <laughs> dress rehearsal, we're like, oh, we can put this on. Instead yeah. of like being worried that yep. this person's going to drop all their lines. And mm. uh, another thing with theater just uh, – is ad-libbing or like you know making up lines oh, yeah. if something goes wrong on stage oh, yeah. or someone misses being their being able entrance. to adapt to yes. the situation and it's it's always hard to kind of you know teach that to someone cuz you have to almost teach oh, yourself I'm sure it's a natural thing yeah, you it's, know some actors can do it and some actors can't it's comedic timing everything right. like that like if you you always want to try to ad-lib something that goes along with the story and not something random at all <laughs> and, yeah. and like uh we've had problems with you know people in our cast like saying that and we're like no no no, no. Don't say that because we'll lose our theater yeah. money. Um, and so, uh, but yeah, it's so ad-libbing is always tough. But uh, especially for this show, we need to ad-lib a lot because, you know, do with that situational irony and people leaving and always coming in. If they oh, miss yeah. their entrance just by a little, you can't leave the audience in silence because then they're going to be taken out of the show. And your goal yep. as as um, as actors is to always keep the audience involved in your show. Keep it like rolling. Yes, keep it can. rolling. If, if a part seems slow, you're supposed to know to speed it up. So you've done a lot of shows here at mm-hmm. DHS, and you appear to have enjoyed yourself in yes, them. Yes, you have. So, like, what is your um, what's kind of your your goals, and what are you doing moving forward for like college, and if you're going to do theater in college? So I am attending the University of Nebraska next fall uh, uh, to major in theater performance. Uh, their theater Ooh. performance major accepts uh, up to fifteen to eighteen new freshmen a year. Uh, uh, on an audition. So it's pretty selective. Pretty yeah. selective. Uh, they also hold the International Thespian Conference, which is like mm. where like everyone in the country that's a thespian gets to come. And then that's like they're, they get to see – everyone comes to their campus 
and they're like, oh, I like Nebraska, so then I'm going to look here and stuff like that. So it's like really great like um, advertising, I guess, for their own school. So it's mm-hmm. a strong, it's a strong it's theater a sh- program. It's a strong theater program. I recently went up and toured uh, their theater program, and I was uh, really pleased with it. Both my parents went to Nebraska. They were born and raised in Nebraska. I will be a fourth generation oh, wow. Nebraska wow. student. Uh, my mom told me I was going to be a fifth generation, but she lied to me. Uh, so <laughs> You sound disappointed. Uh, yeah, very disappointed. I'm sure. Really, Not happy with Lisa. Really, like, why even go? I know. know? Yeah. No, um, no point. Well, I think now that you've explored kind of the theater aspect, um, so like, well, returning listeners from the from the last episode will be wondering oh. what the laundry situation is like okay. at Nebraska. Do right. you have to pay for it? So, do you yeah. not have to pay for it? Do you provide your laundry? Do you provide your laundry to term? Yeah. Please so, explore this, Trace. So from when I toured campus last summer, yeah, I went into a dorm and they showed me the the, the laundry room, right? Uh huh. No, as they, is expected. Yeah, yeah, as is expected. It's a valid That's the one thing I wanted to see there. I That's wanted right. to see if their laundry. Did it make room. or break the tour? Um, you know, it made it, and let me tell you why. All right. All right. Mm. So, it pays to wash your clothes. All right, but it's free to dry them. So, oh. say you want to get the wrinkles out of your, um, you know, your uh, button up or um, um, your blanket for whatever reason. You That's throw right. it in the dryer and then you just take it out, oh. and it's great. Wow. Um, I'm pretty sure you have to um, supply your own laundry detergent. Mm-hmm. Oh, which, so you just do detergent and 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 the, the washing. So, so you make sure you, you might gotta make sure you have a roll of quarters with you handy, yeah. just in case you ever need an emergency load I have of laundry. A bag in my car that has a lot of coins in it. Oh. Oh, so, so, so you're so you're prepared. Yeah, I, I bet there's about maybe four dollars in there. See, Daniel is gonna get rich because he doesn't have to pay. <laughs> oh, at Baker. At Baker. But listen, we have to supply <laughs> our own laundry detergent. And he says that's gonna save him four dollars a a week. Well, you know, I don't know how much it costs specifically, but a couple dollars. I think it's two twenty five at Nebraska to wash, and then obviously the drying is free. Wow. So say you want to try to wash your clothes. Once a week, right? Once a week. Yeah, you so... Should, that, you should so aim for Depending on how many clothes you have. Yeah, that's right. And, and you're kind of You buy a big bag full of Tide Pods, that can probably last you a month or, or two, you know, oh, uh, yeah. depending on it. So then you add that in. And you, you learn to the, ration, you yeah. know, in college. Yeah. You know, you got to learn to stretch don't things need to, out. Don't, don't need to wear jeans. Like, don't need to wash a pair the of jeans. jeans. Yeah. Right. You know, yeah, you just got to make sacrifices. That's right. You yeah. know what I mean? It's well, just, it's a hard world out there. You know, the laundry universe... Carries on into college, and I think that both myself and the listeners have been given a bigger or a better insight into what laundry can, can is like. In something college. Can I ask you something real quick? Yes. Do you do your own laundry now? I do. I'm proud of you. Thank you. I just want to let you know that. Cody, do you do your own laundry? I, from time to time, I do my own laundry. <laughs> yeah. This is this concludes today's episode <laughs> of the Green Pod. Um, I'm not going to cut that. Be sure. Part out. <laughs> Be sure to check out the show um, sometime in the next few days. Yes. Um, I'm Tonight sure it's great. And, tomorrow, and you'll definitely recognize Trace up on stage. Yes. Um, and recognize his beautiful vocal cords. And, he's, a, um, he's an amazing student. Yes. Nebraska will love to have yes, him. Yes, they will be lucky be to welcome such an honor student. Tons of money off of his laundry needs. But, oh, yeah. You know, oh, man. Me. Yeah, they are exploiting you. <laughs> but free, free dryers. No, yes. Oh, I, okay. So they're making up for it. Yes. Well, uh, that concludes today's episode. Thanks for listening, guys. Have a good one.